1: <laughs> exactly. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com/justbreakup50 and use code justbreakup50 to get 50% off. That's code justbreakup50 at factormeals.com/justbreakup50 to get 50% off.
0: Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra
1: Mulder, And I am Sam Blackwell. Uh, this week we're going to tackle topics like being a good friend, young relationships, and those what-ifs that just won't stop fucking with you.
0: I fucking hate those what-ifs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but first we just want to give a broad Surgeon General's warning, which is that we know nothing.
0: We know nothing. <laughs> we're like Jon Snow. Yeah. Oh, my God. We know nothing. That's right. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was a good reference. Um, yeah. We don't know what we're talking about. Both of us have, like... Literally multiple failed relationships.
1: <laughs> so many failed relationships and like badly failed. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Totally. Both of us have like ghosted people. Both That's of us right. have been ghosted and crushed like little tiny bugs. Absolutely. Um I've done some crushing in my life. I'm I'm not ashamed to admit it. I
1: mean I I've, am ashamed. I have I have done that as well. Yeah, yes. But I so have ghosted many a man. <laughs>
0: This is all to say we don't know what we're talking about, so please take um, our advice um, as you see fit in your life. We're just here to offer offer our humble musings to hopefully shed some understanding and maybe some laughs on the incredibly rewarding but mostly confusing experience (laughs) that is love. Love. So, yeah, episode
1: two. Here we are. Here we are. Back at it again.
0: Back at it again. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know
1: what that was
0: but um yeah so how are you
1: I'm doing well how are you I'm doing so freaking well okay so can I ask you a question
0: uh-huh
1: okay oh my god <laughs> no I was just thinking about one of the letters that we're going to be talking about in this one and I am just wondering for you if you have ever had that like one person that had like you've had like that one great night with or like Two weeks with or whatever, and then they like moved away or they left, and they like still like have the great white whale. Yeah, (laughs) yes, is that what it is? (laughs) Okay, we're gonna call it that from now on. It's like the
0: great white whale (laughs) of your
1: heart or vagina. That's right. It just like appears and then Mm -hmm. disappears, and you're like, "What is Mm -hmm. okay?"
0: I have, and I hate it. Uh, I hate it because I definitely over-romanticize things and I travel a lot for my job to perform. So I'm always like meeting new magical people people who get to present their perfect, polished, magical selves Mm, to me for 24 to 48 hours. And then I'm like, oh my God, you're perfect and cute and charming. And they're like, totally am. You can't see all the dead bodies in my (laughs) fridge right now. And so, uh, yes, I have. I'm not like zeroing in on like, Anyone specifically right now, except for maybe like the person he who must not be named. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I, I tend to not like the, the great whale of the person like the. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm 32 now and now it's like, I don't trust anybody. I don't trust anybody (laughs) because I'm like, oh my God, you're so shiny and perfect, but you're actually a serial killer or a sociopath or a compulsive liar, or you just want to fuck me and not be in a relationship. But hey, like I'm all about casual sex that I'm all like, get yours, whatever. But But it's more like, I'm not interested in the 24 hour fantasy right now. Right. I mean... I'm in it for the fucking marathon. I've already dropped, like, 30 F-bombs, and we're four (laughs) minutes
1: into this episode. It's clear you feel very passionate about the subject, so I'm really glad I brought it up. Well, I just,
0: like, (laughs) the magical version of that person isn't real nor sustainable. And then we, like, focus our whole life on them and, and, you know, follow them on Instagram for the rest of our lives.
1: That's true. Social media. I
0: think what it is is, like, the one side of people we get to see... In, like, a magical, over-romanticized setting because it's temporary.
1: Yeah. And I, I that get might be that. Sp-
0: that might be specific to me and my traveling. For sure. Because I, like, prance into a city and meet someone. You're
1: like, hey. And yeah. And like, then oh I'm like, God. I
0: got a flight at 6 a.m. And they're like, do you want a bone? And I'm like, n- 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 no, but I mean. <laughs> hey, girl, hey. <laughs>
1: um, I totally get that. And I think that all of what you said is valid. And I think that just, like, I'm much better at, like, seeing my life in like segments of like a movie so like (laughs)
0: because you're the star
1: (laughs) right exactly I'm also a Gemini with my moon in Capricorn so like I'm very good at like (laughs) being two-faced and like compartmentalizing everything yeah but like I have like men that have come into my life for like one night or like two nights and like I view them as just like these like wonderful beautiful people that like happened for a night and then I like don't need to see them again but like well
0: aren't you (laughs) self-contained
1: And I mean, it's good in this instance, talented. but like in other instances, not that great to be this contained.
0: <laughs> I think for me, it's like, I do, not everybody's for you, right. but I tend to like, I just want things to be good. That's like my character flaw flaw in relationships and in life is yeah. that like, I just want things to be good. So like, if we hit it off, like I want us to be together and I'm not even like a huge relationship person. It's just that. I want thing. I don't deal well with the gray area. Yeah, I don't talk to a lot of my exes. Yeah, not because we blew up um, or anything, but just because I don't deal with the gray area. Like I did, I, I, my little Gemini heart. Also, we have the same birthday. Just Sam so and I, everyone knows. Just so everyone <laughs> knows, and that's why we love each other so much. Um, but so like my little Gemini heart doesn't deal well. With the unfinished, the unknown, or the gray area. Yeah. And, like, um, also, like, I have a weird relationship to sex. And, like, I kind of o- always want to be desired.
1: <laughs> <So it's> a, <laughs> weird. Like, I don't like to be desired at all. Uh,
0: you're lying, Gemini. <laughs> um, but that—so, like, I have a hard time sometimes— Having that desire be gone.
1: Yeah, I get that. It
0: just like confuses me and my sense of self worth, which is totally a character flaw and something that I have to, I work on for sure. You know? But like, if you can't or don't want me anymore, like, why are yeah. we hanging out? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. That's awful. Uh, no, like I regret ninety percent of what I just said. <laughs> but for me, it's really just like I don't deal well with gray area.
1: Yeah. I get that. So like the magical
0: little fairy that prances into my life and is perfect and like emotionally available, but is like conveniently leaving for Amsterdam like the next day. Oh my God, that
1: literally happened to me. Oh my
0: God. (laughs) (laughs) Amsterdam?
1: I believe so. It was someplace in Europe. Yeah.
0: Wow. I'm I'm really sorry. That was a lie. (laughs) That person lied to you.
1: You probably did. Whatever. But like, at least it was a good story. He picked me up at the Triple Rock and then drove me home on his moped which was adorable, and then we spent the night in my twin size bed, and then the next morning he like left for Amsterdam. He probably didn't, but like
0: yeah, that's what I'm saying. That was a lie, honey. <laughs> he lied to you.
1: No. Mm-mm.
0: Okay. Well, <laughs> I refuse
1: he, to believe that.
0: Yeah. All right, so now you know my feelings, that I'm like an (laughs) intention-seeking sex addict.
1: (laughs) Yeah, meanwhile, I'm just like closed off to all experiences. It's great.
0: (laughs) All right, please trust us with your intimate questions about your personal lives. We're obviously sane and stable. Um, Okay, so you want to get into the questions? Yeah. All right.
1: So our first question— I love this question. It's so good. This comes from Ellie from Boston. Hi, Ellie. And Ellie writes, Hello. One of my close friends has recently ended a long-term relationship, and while she is relieved to have ended it, she complains about being single and/or lacking a sef- sex life in almost every conversation. Mm. I was sympathetic at first. It's but She's it's been. She's like,
0: um, who is the character on Sex and the City Who is it that? Um, uh, the brown-haired one, Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah, that's all Charlotte. I mean, that show is like seven shades of problematic. Anyway, that's true. But I felt like her character was so one-dimensional
1: and just like. Well, I mean, Carrie was the one that always talked about like being alone and like the men. only okay. reliable
0: <laughs> character in that show was Samantha and oh even she
1: was so problematic too I know I'm with you All the right. older you get the more Samantha makes sense
0: I know she's just <laughs> like I just want dick yeah, she's just like I don't care
1: <laughs> okay sorry Ellie I was sympathetic at first but it's been months and there's been no change every time we hang out or even have a long electronic conversation I'm braced for the inevitable complaints being piled on mm, me that's hard it is hard I tell her that since we're so young, about to start college, trying to find someone to sweep you off your feet and stay with you forever and ever is pretty unrealistic. And that even if she were having sex more often, it likely wouldn't plug the hole in her heart. Metaphor. (laughs) I do listen to whatever she has to say, but what can I do to let her know that I sympathize and understand, but still keep the conversation going past that? When she starts on the same two problems, I try to respond as best as I can. But what follows is usually just her staring into space and being pretty unresponsive and silent for about an hour. Mm. I feel bad, but also uncomfortable that this has started to overshadow the rest of our friendship. Mm,
0: I think that letter is so important and so well written, too. It is. Elliot, I first want to just thank you for writing in about um, we haven't totally specified this in our asks for questions but we really want questions that have to do with all different types of relationships so i love that this is while it pertains to romance it's a non-romantic relationship so thank you so much for diversifying our content (laughs) um and also homie like i know what this is like um and i think this is a really great question for sure and what it involves is boundaries and open communication and like realizing who we are for people and what we can be and what we are not equipped to be. Yep. And, um, not letting someone else's, um, not letting romance rule your relationships, right? Like you two are two young folks who are about to go to college and have an amazing life. And the film of romance shouldn't be carried around all the time. Like, like you shouldn't see your life, through the lens of who you're in love with. You should see life through the lens of what opportunities you can have. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Like I think I just think it's important to like decenter romance sometimes. That's right. Like I, I think that's why I love our friendship so much, Sam, is yep. because we are not romantic, obviously. You are a gay man. And uh <laughs> Just to clarify for the (laughs) readers at home. Just in case
1: you didn't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But more importantly, like, we love each other. We are in love. And we have a totally different intimacy that's not based on um, sex and a romantic relationship, but instead on um, great conversations and support and, you know. Yeah, and I think
1: especially, you know, as you're sort of moving into this new part of your life.
0: College, yeah.
1: College, yeah. The the focus, you know, being only focused on romance and who likes
0: you and who wants to fuck you like that's my problem i was talking about in the intro (laughs) like you don't want to live that way right friend of ellie
1: right but it's just a it's you're going to be experiencing so many new things and you're going to be doing so many new things and to have that sort of that cloud of well is this the is this the place where i'm going to meet the person that's right for me is this the place where i'm going to find that person who wants to have sex with me it's just going to sort of cloud over a lot of 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 what you're going to be experiencing in the in the next few years which i think is super important, and i I also just want to like call out that like it really sucks when your friends are sad, uh-huh. and it, it's hard. It is, and it, it's hard. And I just want to say that, w- and like to acknowledge that. And that sounds like a really shitty thing to say. Like when like I feel bad. Like it's hard for me because my friend is sad, but it is.
0: Yeah, totally. Whenever your re- Whenever your relationships become no longer comfortable, right. It's difficult.
1: And when you're putting in more than you're getting out, like that can feel just emotionally exhausting. It can really sort of poison your thoughts of your friend. And so I just want to call out that like this is a really great question and it's really hard to answer. Um, but it is about setting up proper boundaries with, with you and your friend. And, so,
0: and also open communication. It sounds like you guys already have like great communication. But I, I mean, the truth is, Ellie, like it is an atypical response to shut down from your friend and stare at the wall for an hour. Like to me. And what I mean by that is that's like a little bit of a red flag for me that there might be some underlying, um, either mental health issues or, um, respect is the wrong word, but like maybe like this person is not meeting you where you're at. Um, and, and that is not to shame that person at all. It's more just like, you might not be the resource and support system that they need. That's right. Like, maybe they're really struggling with feeling rejected or undesirable, which is something, obviously, as I said before, like, I struggle with. And that person is going to need to do some serious, like, heart work to realize that they are 100% valuable and worthy and desirable, as is right now without anyone else's approval. Yep. And that... That she goes so unresponsive is, is like a little bit of a red flag for me. Yeah, for sure. Me too. Um, that I would maybe even if you if you felt equipped to have this conversation with your dear friend, like yep. maybe uh, sh- you could like gently coax and say, have you ever considered to talking, to, talking to somebody about this? Or for sure. when you shut down. I get really i'm very concerned about you and and yeah. I feel like um I don't know how to bring you out of the void right that's right yeah I, I just want to push people towards like professional resources for sure in in addition to um, yeah. strengthening our own like yeah. internal compass I
1: guess yep yeah. and I mean yes both of us have struggled with mental health mm-hmm. issues before and and reading this letter just like you this is a red a red flag for me to say mm-hmm. there's something else that's this feels to me like the where the place that I was in mm-hmm. before before mm-hmm. I went to therapy and before I sort of had an an, an opportunity to get the resources right. that I needed to to move out of that space and it's not to say that I don't still have those issues but um but I needed those resources available to me and I, and I and I'm concerned for your friends That if she is feeling that way, that she's relying on you. Um, And that's a lot to ask for a friend.
0: Yeah. And so I want to say, like, Ellie, this is what we're, like, bringing to the table right now. We got really serious really fast. (laughs) But, like, this is not on you. Right. Her, what we're bringing up right now is not on you, but it is on you. To establish healthy boundaries for yourself. Yeah. How are you and I want you to think about when when you're having these conversations and she's either shutting down or not listening to what you're putting out to yep. out, out there, like how are you advocating not just for her, but for yourself? Yeah. Like and how are you mirroring healthy yep. behaviors and healthy moving on for your your friend who you obviously care about, who sure. who you like give a shit about. Absolutely. Um So it's not on you to solve um, her problems or to get her to go to therapy or to heal her heart, but it is on you to advocate for both her and you equally. And it sounds like that this relationship is becoming, you know, you you said it yourself in your letter. I love that you said um, it's started to overshadow the rest of our relationship. So it's it's starting to poison parts of the the healthy parts of your relationship. And that's so, so valid.
1: Absolutely. And this is, this is the thing that happens at every age too. This isn't Mm -hmm, just for people who are transitioning into college or, or whatever, you know, I've very recently had conversation with a friend who I was like when we get together we talk a lot about this thing that's really upsetting you mm-hmm. and I I feel like you might need to talk to someone else else about it because I can't I can't bring you what you need at yeah. this point and it's it's really it's weighing on our friendship it's weighing on me and so I would you know think about going back to therapy or, or adjusting your meds or whatever it, it looked like mm-hmm. um because it it is something that happens throughout people's lives that they, that yeah. friendships change and morph. And sometimes they need to have sort of a, a healthy conversation about resetting or establishing those boundaries.
0: I think that's so good. I, I think I want to ask you some questions too about like how you showed up for that friend and mm-hmm. then what brought you to that point. Because for the listeners, like Sam is my best friend and he's <laughs> so, he's such a good listener and he gives such good advice. Um, but there are times like, not just with you, but you are my dearest friend, like where you become self-conscious of being so needy mm-hmm. and like, Oh my God, I'm making you talk about so-and-so again, or I'm making you talk about this again. Like I'm just grateful that you as a friend, and it sounds like you Ellie have done this that you have always remained open and have mm-hmm. never made me feel ashamed yeah. for talking to you. So, like, Ellie, great job for not making this person feel ashamed. You sound like a really safe space, and I think that's really important to acknowledge. Yep. But, again, going back to murine and healthy boundaries, yep. a safe space is a healthy space. Right. Um, so, like, what? Uh, one, maybe if we can just talk about, like, how we show up for people, I think. Yeah. One, like active listening, yeah. but also um, asking questions that lead them to the light. Yep. And by that, I mean, like, it sounds like this is really hurting you. What do you see? Um, can you imagine not feeling this way? Mm-hmm. Um, what would make you not feel this way? Yep. Or let's see, in the, in the case of Ellie's friend, I might say, like, have you imagined putting yourself out there again? Mm-hmm. Or... Do you believe that you? I mean, you could just go straight for the heart and say, like, do you feel whole without a relationship? Yeah. What makes you? What, dear friend of mine, like, what what makes you feel so incomplete yep. without a relationship? Right now, you are, yep. you know. So I, I just think about like affirmations. I think about yep. leading them to, to to letting them so letting them pave the way to the way out yep. intellectually, and then also active listening, just like nodding and
1: yeah. And I think cues. you know helping helping them remember uh the things that are that are going well too so you know when you're in that moment right you know the maybe you're watching a movie or whatever and you're hanging out and they're they're talking about their their person you know instead of arguing and saying like this is like what you're feeling isn't valid or like this is i I think you're being ridiculous instead saying like well look at this we're together like we're hanging out we're we are spending time Mm -hmm. together we're watching this movie um, to just remind them that there are still people in their lives that love them mm-hmm. and that want to spend time with them in the absence of the the romantic relationship. Yeah, I think and a- good. affirm
0: what they're doing. It's really brave of you to bring this to me. Yep. Or um, it's really I can tell that you are processing this, um, that you're really trying to process this right. or whatever.
1: But there is I w- there is a point where you have to stop.
0: Yeah. And so what brought you to that point with your friend? You're also just like the most eloquent. Like wonderful person I know. Ninety percent of this podcast is just going to be me like crying about how much I love Sam. <laughs>
1: oh, I love it. Um, yeah, no, I think um, it sort of is when you reach that point, and I think Ellie, you might honestly be at it where yeah, it where you like
0: this has been going on for a long time,
1: right? Where you sort of dread hanging out with that person, mm. and you dread what conversation you, you know that you are going to have.
0: Permanently change your relationship.
1: That's right, and that's that's it too. You want you want the friend that you had mm-hmm. to to be back and to not be bogged down by this thing that's or you want a new friend them. that's
0: better and, and healthier. That's
1: right? right. Yep. And to say, you know I mean not a new friend, but like the new version of this friend. That's right. That's right. And to say, you know, with understanding that this is not something that your friend is doing. This is not something that your friend is is choosing. Um, But to say, you know, like, if this continues, like, I don't know that I can be this person's friend. And Mm -hmm. so what are the things that I need to do in order to help them get to a point where I want to be and to continue to be their friend? And for that, for me, that meant sitting this person down and just being like, have you thought about going back to therapy? Because it seems to me that you're going through a lot here Mm -hmm. and it's hard for me to to be able to help you through all of these these things that you're talking about. And honestly, the friend that I had this conversation with, it was sort of an like an eye-opening moment. Yeah. You know, they said to me, like, Well, I don't I don't know what we would talk about. <laughs> and right. I said, these four things that we've been talking about the past over and over again for the past, you know, yeah. six months, whatever it was. And so sometimes people just get really in their heads and they just need someone mm-hmm. to help them sort of see that things are actually really affecting them in a negative way. So, but don't take that on you if you don't feel like you can do it. Mm-hmm. I I want to I want to protect you and preserve you as much as possible in mm-hmm. this. Um but it sounds like you just really love your friend and want to help them and that and and having that tough conversation might be the way to to right. be able to do that.
0: I think about it in terms of like how Sam would approach it. I guarantee you would be like a little affirmation sandwich. Like, you'd be like, thank you for meeting me. (laughs) Right.
1: Um, I love you like crazy. (laughs) I
0: love you like crazy. I really value. And this is, I'm like joking, but also not at all. Ellie, you can say, I really value our friendship. Like, I want to talk to you about something that I've been thinking a lot about. Yep. And that is, um, you've been kind of fixating on this. And this isn't to devalue um, your pain or to devalue your um, heartbreak. Yep. I think it's valid. I see it. I acknowledge it. But I also see you stuck in a cycle. Yep. Right. I see you keeping yourself in this pain or like um, I see you constantly fixating on this and not letting yourself heal. Yep, You know, and I want you to heal because I love you yep. and I want you to heal because I want my friend to be happy again. But it, it seems like you're fixating on it and. It's taking over our friendship and I want to help you, but it seems like the things that I'm doing right now are not helping you. So, like, help me help you sort of thing. Um, Affirmation sandwich. Start with the affirmation. Get to the good stuff, the meat of it, and then affirm again. Like, again, this is all because I love you and I'm having this conversation because I want our relationship to be healthy.
1: Right. Right.
0: Right. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ellie. We love you.
1: Yeah, we love you. Thank you so much more more questions about friends i'd say
0: <laughs> i can't wait until we get our first like family question like oh, oh my god my dad doesn't love me or great. something great and then we
1: can get into all of our dirty Own laundry family. about our families yeah. <laughs> hi mom just kidding mom you're lovely <laughs> Use the middle person. (laughs) Just get Rocket Money in there to help you do what you need to do.
0: Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. That's rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. Okay, so next question is from Anna, who is writing us. Writing to us from Bemidji, Minnesota. Woo-woo. And um, Anna writes, I'm 20. My boyfriend is 22. We are both very serious about our relationship, and I love him very much. All right, Anna. Come on. Good love. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Shh, Anna writes, I can see us be- back off, Sam. Sorry, it's Anna. Right. He's Sorry. interrupting you through me. <laughs> Continue. I can see us being together for a long time and possibly getting married down the line. I'm just curious about your thoughts about meeting someone young and if you believe relationships this young can last since being on your own is so important. I think
1: this that's is a great question. This is such a great question. And I love that you just like asked our opinion about something. Yeah,
0: <laughs> like, I feel very like respected.
1: That's right. Yeah. Like I love it when people just ask my opinions because I have an opinion about literally everything. <laughs>
0: After we recorded our first podcast, Sam was like, oh, my God, that went so well. That was, like, just us. Like, that's exactly what we do when we go to brunch and drink mimosas, except for with strangers. (laughs) So this is Sam's fantasy, really.
1: No, it's fantastic.
0: Anyway, Anna, do we think that relationships young can last? Yeah. I totally think they can. Yes. However, I will say that I think relationships... And matters of the heart are some of the most complicated, nuanced things in the goddamn world. For sure. (laughs) And that what makes young relationships challenged is that I just turned 32 in June and um, I'm still relearning myself. Mm -hmm. I feel almost unrecognizable emotionally, intellectually, spiritually than who I was when I was 20.
1: Oh my god, yes. Right?
0: I just I'm just <laughs> totally a different person. Yes. Um and so if you and your boyfriend stay together, um you just have to show up for really really challenging emotional work. You just have okay. to show up. You yep. just got to lean in and have you have to, you, there's there can't be any like pe- like pettiness or yep. over romanticized notions of what relationships is. You got to lean in yep. to all of it and um and essentially like grow with each other. Yep. But allow each other to grow apart too. Like yeah. you will be different people in ten years for sure. And how do you show up for somebody who you know and love, who you who you spent the past ten years with, but who is different? Right.
1: Right. Absolutely. And I so when I was reading through this question, I was thinking about. Like people who I know who have been in mm-hmm. long relationships from when they were young, and some of them are still together and are like some of my favorite people in the world, right. and their relationship is like relationship goals for me. And some of them are like broken up and divorced, <laughs> like
0: or, or some but, of them have really toxic relationships because true. they feel yep stunted in a way. Right. Um, and and I'm not like calling anyone out in that. Like I have been in toxic relationships like too often that right. I want to admit, but um. We're just saying, Anna, like, I do believe in it. I think it totally, you can just meet your person, right? Whatever your person is. I don't necessarily mean you believe in soulmates, but like you might be incredibly compatible and you might both have the capacity to let each other grow in a way that is both independent, respectful and loving, right?
1: Yeah. And I think it's that fine line between like, what does dependency look like versus codependency, right? Mm, So Totally real. I'm thinking of one couple in my life who has been together for forever. Who who met each other very young, and they are very dependent. They spend a lot of time together. They like support each other in a lot of things, but they are also very independent mm-hmm. in a have lot their of own ways.
0: Lives, yeah, and
1: so they they do things separately, so that when they when they come back together, it feels like like it feels exciting. It feels like yeah. they're 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 in a good space. But what what I think, and I. This is probably going to sound really judgmental, but I think what happens with people who are in relationships at a very young age is that they haven't learned how to foster that dependency Mm -hmm. without creating codependency, which means that you are solely reliant on that person, that you can't be apart from them, that you're constantly worried about where they are and what they're doing. And that they are
0: your identity. Yes.
1: And Mm then, yeah, exactly, that your sense of self is wrapped up in them, um, which creates... Really problematic things when you have fights, when mm-hmm. the other person doesn't do exactly what you want them to do, when the other person
0: hurts you in oh, some totally, way, yeah.
1: right? So, so like that is my my hesitancy about young relationships. And frankly, I don't have a super strong opinion about this, but just being sure as you you move forward with your relationship with this person, that you're you're making sure that you are still there and that mm-hmm. your identity and understanding of who you are uh, remains think, strong yeah, and remains true. Yeah, that's what it
0: is, right? Like. Anna, do you feel like yourself? Do you feel like you have the capacity to nurture this relationship and also nurture yourself? Like, nurture the fuck out of yourself. Like You want to go to Italy for a semester? Go to Italy without that person. You want to shave your head and start a punk band? That person better support you, you know? Better. (laughs) Right? Um, I, I think what it is about age is that you... You, again, you just change so much, right. and that's good. That's great. And again, we don't mean this in a condescending way. Mm-hmm. Like I think young people are um, the best thing in the world, and that they are the expert of their own experience. So sure. right now, Anna, you are the expert of your relationship. So right. you know um, if you want to continue with it or not. Yep. Um, and uh, I, uh, it sounds like I love. I mean, excuse me. I love your love. I love your positivity. Um, and I, I love that you're envisioning a future. Right. Um, but I also want you to envision like all right, cool. What are you going to do when you turn 28 and yep. maybe you're in a job that you like, but you don't love it. And you have this partner who you love, um, but this partner works nights or whatever. Like, well, how are you going to fill yourself up? And, right. and cause you just can't have the relationship be the soul to find. Sure. Right. Um And also I, I is, you know, you ended this question by saying being on your own is so important. Right. And so like, maybe let me, let me just put out there like, what is alone time necessary for emotional personal growth and i'm gonna say absolutely <laughs>
1: <laughs> i had no idea where you were going <laughs> when you started that i was like yes no yes no
0: <laughs> well i think like for me it's that i've defined myself by other people yep. for a long time yeah um or my i've defined myself by their desires of me sure. whether that be personal physical societal like yep. Anna, you might not want to get married in five years. Like marriage might not mean to you what it does now, and that's okay. Hey, get married, and then and then and then that's fine. Right. Um. Uh. I just think like it took me, me personally, Anna, so much time. Or is it Anna? Anna?
1: Oh geez. Anna, I know. Oh God, I'm so sorry. We've been (laughs) calling you by the wrong name the whole time.
0: (laughs) Oh, we're the worst. Um, but Anna.
1: We'll just switch to Anna now, and then like yeah, 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 we'll be covered either way. So
0: Anna, um, (laughs) that's anyway. uh, I just want you to be um, feeding yourself and not just feeding the relationship
1: for sure. And I think, I so I was the same way. Really awful codependent relationships in my youth. Cheers, my friend. That right? Yeah. Don't break up with your boyfriend and then live with him for two years. Um. (laughs) Just a I word just of had, advice.
0: Oh my God. I just <laughs> had water in my mouth and we'll spit it all over our friends' recording equipment.
1: Uh, that's a question I can easily answer. Um so being alone was super important for me to learn my self sense of self and to learn my own self-worth. And it, it was transformational for me. Like I became an entirely different person when I was able to be alone. Yeah. And like it was really hard a lot of the time for yeah. sure. Um, but it just taught me a lot about my own ability to take care of myself and my mm-hmm. own ability to define myself outside of someone. And I think people in relationships can do that. I just think it's harder. Yeah, yeah.
0: It just takes work. So, like, I, I think like I want to take this out, Anna, um, <laughs> on like a advice part. You know, not just like giving our opinion, but saying like, "Hey, it sounds like you again. You said you're very serious about a relationship and you love him very much. I love that. So, like, I think this warrants like sitting your boyfriend down and being like, "Hey." I really love this. I love where this is going. I want to make sure that we are feeding our own um independence so that we can so we can do this baby. Like right. hey, yep. I want this to work. Yep. You know, like how are we nurturing ourselves to last to 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 do the marathon.
1: Right. So and what what are you what are the things Anna that you need in order to do that? And also, what are the things that your partner needs to yeah. do? What are the things that give him joy, that give him passion that he can sort of Foster within himself. Totally,
0: and the older I get, to I I think a lot of things in relationships, especially or maybe exclusively committed long term ones, and committed, you can take that in whatever you want. Yep, it's it is strategic, right? It is sitting <laughs> down and saying, "I want this to work. How can we make this work? Yep. How are we taking care of ourselves?" Yep. So. Anna, I encourage you to have an open conversation and affirm your partner. Be like, I love this. I love where this is going. And I want us both to love ourselves independently as well. Absolutely. So how can we foster that? That's great. Cool.
1: Anna, we love you. We love you, Anna. (laughs)
0: Um, Also, I want everyone to know that um, while Sam was entering one of the, or like making a statement, I unbuttoned my pants because I was getting too uncomfortable. (laughs) So, you know, Good. we're all about intimacy and honesty here, <laughs> that's so right, that's right. lean in. I love it. Yeah, I didn't even, like, I'm not even full, I just, it's been a long year, so yeah, these pants know, are really it. tight, it. you it's know like, what I
1: mean? It's kind of hot in the w- room, too, so, like, you're expanding. Are you calling me, like, a piece of wood? <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> like like a metal.
0: Yeah, I, I'm hot and I'm expanding, <laughs> like, physically because I'm gaining weight, and that's fine. <laughs> um, okay, <clears throat> sorry. Moving oh, okay. on. Great. Um hashtag body positivity. Don't care if my pants don't
1: fit. I don't care either. Oh, no, no,
0: I know. I'm not. I didn't mean that directly at okay. you. I'm like you were
1: staring like, me directly in the. You eyes
0: asked me to make direct eye contact with you through okay, every sorry. episode. Okay. Also, one of the most empowering things I did this spring was go through my underwear drawer and throw out probably like 30 pairs of underwear that didn't fit because
1: my my booty's gotten bigger. Isn't that wonderful?
0: It was just really empowering to be like, dang, I don't want these elastic to. Dig into my...
1: No, not anymore. Get under where that
0: Hashtag free the booty. That's right. Um, okay, anyway. Uh, final question.
1: Final question. So this question comes from Olive. I love that name. I know, right? So cute. Uh, she is writing from The Void. Mm-hmm. And she writes, um, I really struggle with finding the balance between accepting the end of a relationship, or interaction, if you will, and feeling as though I haven't tried enough met a boy through a friend and we hooked up and he's been really nice and interesting, but he's living elsewhere and we're both moving farther away. I know the smart thing to do would be to l- let it be because it doesn't have it doesn't have a future. But I feel that when I'm interested in someone, I don't want to give up due to something so stupid as, oh, I'm not going to text first. If I want to text him, I will. Yes. You go, girl. Yes. But I also don't want to be annoying or rejected. How do I decide what to do? Because what if he's also interested but doesn't want to come across too keen or to or doesn't want to come across too keen or be rejected? And we could build upon our connection. But also, maybe he's just not that into me. Mm -hmm. Dunno. I'm annoyed with myself for overthinking. Thank you for answering.
0: Oh, Olive, we love you already.
1: (laughs) Right. I don't know who you are, but I love you.
0: (laughs) Yep. Um. Okay. This is a lot about like the, the what if or like the fantasy great white whale we were talking about earlier. Right. I also still feel like I overshared on that one. So sorry.
1: <laughs> but I think that's just how this podcast is going to be just just as a warning.
0: Yeah, I know. It's just all, you know, me unbuttoning my pants because I'm uncomfortable. It's just a metaphor for every oh, question for sure. I answer.
1: Just going to keep unbuttoning literally <laughs> and unbuttoning.
0: Anyway, Olive, back to you, my friend, my dear I want to talk about the idea of, like, accepting the what if or accepting that temporariness. Um, but first, I want to talk about, like, the societal implication of dating and and being the first to text back. Oh, my I God. I fucking hate I'm that. I'm so
1: excited for you to go off on this. I
0: fucking hate it <laughs> because it's like, oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. I just got overwhelmed <laughs> with emotion. But it's, you know, like, especially for women, we're supposed to be, like, coy and demure. But also, like, we have to be, you know, cool. We have to be the cool chick right? Mm -hmm. And cool chicks don't want and desire and demand and cool chicks don't put themselves out there or make mistakes or look like a fool instead we're like the, we're so cool and chill and we're fine with whatever and we're fine if you only text us at 2am W-Y-D and we're fine (laughs) if you fucking don't um, you know, bring money to dinner or introduce us to your friends like we're cool, we're chill, when in reality like I like to normalize wanting things and I like to normalize having standards and desires I want to normalize, like, demanding other treat people to treat us well. And I also want to normalize the fact that it's okay to put yourself out there and be rejected. That's okay. Yes. It's okay. Olive, I want you to text that motherfucker. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I'm getting worked up. And tell them, like, hey, I had a really great time. I wish we had more time together. Yep. Period. Like... Uh, it also, it, like, separate of dating, it's about um, normalizing, putting, uh, talking about our feelings, you know? Right. Like, we shame. We, there's so much shame involved with feelings yep. and intimacy and putting yourself out there. And, like, I, it, life's too short, man. Like, you could go like that and you just text, text the motherfucker. Just text
1: him. Just text him.
0: <laughs> well, does that make sense? Like, or did my rant make sense? No, you know? it does
1: make sense. And it's, like. You know, I think that the, that what needs to happen here or what what is hard about this is, like, settling into yourself and sort of being at peace with, mm-hmm. like, not knowing what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, like, you are enough if he doesn't text you back. For
1: sure, Olive. Like, you are a wonderful person. I can tell by your letter. It doesn't matter if he texts you back or not. And yeah. I'm not saying that in, like, be cool, girl, but also, like— like don't it's hurt okay. yourself in this way
0: yeah and it's okay to put yourself out there and That's it's right. okay to be rejected it's That's okay right. to like be forward too. you yep. know um for women it's like we we have no agency we have no right to say like hey this is what i want instead we like the weird dating behaviors or like traditions it's like oh this, this is the fucking Sadie hawkins dance it's such a joke um (laughs) it's like oh let's give women an agency for like five seconds out of the year right anyway i'm sorry i'm getting angry olive let's go back to your question (laughs) um so let's talk about reframing the what if right and instead of a what if like what could this be maybe it is just a good thing right maybe it is just um we really connected and isn't it comforting to know that someone and I vibed so well and they're out there that people like that exist.
1: Right. Because exactly.
0: this person is not the only person like that out there. No. And so it's kind of comforting, right? Like, it, this is hard for me again, like what I confessed in the beginning, like I don't deal well with this. But yep. if I allow myself the grace and the present of admitting like, oh, I've got people out there. Right. You know, pe- Yep. It, it's comforting in a way. It can be very lonely, it but is. like it, at least it's like, hey, this felt good. This felt real.
1: For sure. Yeah, no, and I had a very similar experience to this where where a person met through a friend of a friend's. We had like two nights that we met and it just was like an instant connection. It felt really great. Uh And then he moved, he went back to where he was from. He was not Amsterdam. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it was just like, it was hard, of course, to be like, well, I really want to be with that person. And I like really, but at the same time, it was just nice to know that he was out there somewhere Mm -hmm. and that like, we could like, Maybe text, like, once a month and, like, have, like, a brief conversation. Mm-hmm. But, like, at least I know that 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 I'm capable of feeling that way and that there's someone out there that also would feel the same way about me. Mm,
0: I love that. I love that. Um, so maybe it's about reframing it, but also, like, accepting that that's it, that that's the shelf life of it.
1: For sure. Right? And that yep. that's
0: okay, that you didn't do anything, Olive, to be undesirable. Nope. Or um, unwanted or right. rejected. Like, it just is what it is. Yep. And if you can settle that in your heart, then you can carry it in a different way. You can carry it um, as actually, like, a gift to your life and not something that hurts. For sure. Which is hard, right? That, is. that type I mean, of emotional work to, is so <laughs> fucking hard. Right.
1: It's definitely easier said than done. But it's, it's also just, you know, no matter what happens and no, no matter how this plays out, uh-huh. there might be... A hundred different scenarios that could happen, but at the end of the day, you are still awesome. You are still enough. You are still great with all of your flaws and all of Mm -hmm. your perfections. And so just remember that in this moment and sort of settle into that and know that. And then I think you're going to figure out sort of what what it is you want to do and how you want to go about this. Right.
0: But also, like... You know, shoot your shot, girl. Like
1: yeah, no, seriously though, put yourself out there. I'm gunning for you to text him.
0: Yeah, and and then if he's like, oh, just chilling. Well,
1: then he's dumb, and I don't like him.
0: Exactly. (laughs) And then he shows his true colors, and then he proves to you what place he has in in in. Your life, right? That's right. Um, and instead of you doing all this emotional labor to be like, "Oh my mm. God, I shouldn't text him. What if? Th- what could th- have this been?" Oh my God. Instead, let him do that work for you, girl. Such a good point. Put yourself out there, and then let him show you who he is.
1: Yes, and he will. I know he will. He might just like not text you back, but like then, then he's still doing it. Yo, he's that's still loud sh- and
0: fucking clear, <laughs> right? Just summarizing, like we want you to be bold. Bold. We want you to be so bold and empower yourself in whatever direction that takes you in. Absolutely. But also be content that if he doesn't text you back, we love you. Two fucking strangers across the world love you. And um, you deserve happiness. Like, you deserve to not sit in this what-if world and instead, like, live
1: in the now. For sure. For sure. But, like, text him. And, like, let us know how it goes.
0: Or just be like, (laughs) yeah, oh, yeah, DM us. Right? Um, Screenshots.
1: Yes, please.
0: (laughs) Um, Just be like, hey, I just want you to know, like, practice emotional intimacy. That's what I always say. Like, I try to tell my friends that I love them because I'm practicing that muscle, right? Right. Or I'm exercising that muscle. So just say, you know, the text message, you say, hey, I really liked our time together and I've been thinking about you a lot. How's the move? Would you ever want to meet up for a road trip or something like that? Yeah. And then if he's like, "Uh, nah, girl. I'm too busy. I don't know what that voice was, but it was obviously a douchebag, right? Not like it. Uh, yeah, of course. You don't like douchebags. Very bags. triggered. Uh, and, do you need some water? Do you need some quiet time? Who is that in here? Um, yeah, that's my boy's voice. His name is BJ. <laughs>
1: Oh, it is BJ. It is for sure BJ. I know.
0: Um, Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. And his parents bought him a car last week. Yeah, seriously. He's about ready to, like, slam me in a locker
1: and close it (laughs) shut.
0: But DM you and be like, hey, you know, because he's on the DL for sure, right? Oh, my God. Okay. Anyway, getting out of my BJ fantasy, which also sounds like something else. (laughs) Okay. So, um, Olive, go get yours, girl. We believe in you. We love you. We love you. Okay. So those are our questions for the week. Woo. I know. Great work. I know. So as always, we're going to close out our podcast with the blinds date in which we set you up with um, something that we think is really awesome. The blind date uh, this week is we want to set you up with an app that I'm really obsessed with right now. That's called Shine. Um, S-H-I-N-E. Shine app, and um, what I love about it, it's like a mental health affirmation app, and they offer you, like, um, you know, there's a paid... Subscription to it, but you can do the free version, which is what I do, mm-hmm. because I'm a hashtag self employed artist. And um, you can uh, listen to like affirmative talks or read articles that they put out every week. But most importantly, there it's it's like a kind of like a texting app in which you check in every day, and they're like, "Are you ready to check in, Sierra?" Oh. And you click yes, and then it asks you, "What are you grateful for?" Oh. and then you type it in like like you're texting your friend, and so I would type in getting to work with my friends on a super dope podcast. Okay, oh now I'm crying. Yeah. <laughs> and then oh my god, I've actually put you in my my grateful things like so many times. <laughs> anyway, so you check in with your gratitude and then the next question they ask you, which I think is super radical, is what are you going to do to feel good today? And you have to type it out. You have to t- send, you have to sit there and think what am I going to do to make myself feel good? Mm. And then you have to type it out in a little check-in. And then they'll say, like, congratulations, you have checked in 10 days in a row or whatever. And it's so simple. It takes five seconds. And for me, it's like a recentering thing um, that you get to say what you're grateful for. But most importantly, I get to reframe my day in terms of what will make me f- feel good. And I, I mean, in all transparency, I... I I'm just coming out of what was a very difficult year that I felt disconnected from my happiness, right? right? And so I've just found it such a useful tool or a question, even if you don't download the app, even though I would highly suggest it. Mm -hmm. Just ask yourself, like, what am I going to do to feel good? And it can be anything. You know, I've written, I'm going to get coffee with my friends or I'm going to go for a walk or I'm going to allow things to go unresolved, I typed that last week. Wow. Yeah, I know. And so just granting yourself that permission or typing in taking that moment to to, to cue into it. So, again, it's called Shine love App. It. That's the blind date that we want to set you up with this year or this, this year. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> One podcast a year, people. That's what we're doing. <laughs>
0: I'm joking. Great. I'm joking. The second time. All right.
1: Well, thank you all for listening. Thank you so
0: much. We love you.
1: We love you so much. Um, you can like us on Facebook uh-huh. or you can follow us on Twitter. And Instagram. Or both. Or both. Oh, my God. Do both, please. At JustBreakUpPod. And you can also
0: slide into our DMs like BJ would. (laughs) Send us your favorite relationship memes that we can post on our Instagram. Um, Most importantly, you can submit your questions all about matters of the heart at JustBreakUpPod.com.
1: And please don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review for us. This is awesome because it helps us keep the lights on and it helps us meet reach more heartbroken souls who need two random strangers to give them relationship mm-hmm. advice. We
0: love them. <laughs> uh, original mu- music, recording, editing of this podcast is by my friend Big Cats. Make sure to check out his podcast, The What If Podcast. And remember, you know what? We only live once, hypothetically, right? <laughs> We're not here to talk about reincarnation, but you only live once. It's you have a right to happiness. You, you are allowed to have agency in your romances mm-hmm. in, in your life. And so if you're sitting there thinking, I feel this way about someone, but it's not, you know, it's uncouth to text them or I don't want to put myself out there like— put yourself out there because you deserve the opportunity at happiness but and also you would, you deserve the closure that you might get if you if you put yourself out there like instead of living in the what if instead of floating in the gray area put yourself out there because you fucking
1: deserve it that's right
0: and if all else fails
1: just break up